Shalom, shalom. Giving all praise to the Most High and His Son, Yahweh Shai, on this holy Sabbath day, this day of the Lord. I uh, hope y'all are able to uh, sit back and relax on this Sabbath day. I know Esau will be beating our backs in throughout the week. You know, Esau will be destroying our time with our childrens, you know, our time with our families. But read the scriptures, they say the Most High God made this day for us. You know, whether it's the women's getting time to spend time with the children's, the men's getting time to spend time with their brethren's and the family, getting time to get some sleep, getting time to get some reading. And for the soldiers, getting time to go out and wake up the rest of the nation. But uh, today's class is slavery has made us lazy and dependent. Lazy and dependent. Because when you're in slavery, everything is provided for you. We're going to go over it in the scriptures today. But everything is provided for you. You don't have to grow your own food. You don't have to supply your own water. You don't have to dig a well. You don't have to make your own clothes. Nothing that you have do you really have to make. All you have to do is go clock in, do a mindless job, go home. Go clock in, do a mindless job, and go home to the point where that's all you want to do. And you don't see any reason why you have to do anything more than that. That's why our peoples do not know anything about how to provide for themselves to this day. If you really examine our peoples, we're at the level of six and seven-year-olds. You know, a seven-year-old can go into the kitchen and wash some dishes and come out. And every day goes in the kitchen, wash the dishes, come out. Go in the kitchen, wash some dishes, come out. And they know that every day, if they just go in there and wash them dishes and come out, mama going to feed them. Mama going to put some clothes on them. Mama going to make sure that they that, that they that they taken care of, got some toys and got some things. And, you know, get to celebrate their holidays and things like that. Mama going to make sure everything is taken care of as long as every day they go in there, wash some dishes and come out. And we don't we on the same level as a nation when you really examine it. Give me that in Exodus 20 and 8. Exodus chapter 20 and verse 8. Read. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. To keep it what? To keep it holy. For some, for some of our peoples, man, a lot of our peoples, every day they're doing the things that you're supposed to do on the Sabbath day. They're they resting. They're not making sure that all. Read on. You're going to find out what I mean. Read this. Six days shalt thou labor. Shalt thou what? Shalt thou labor. They're not actually laboring. They're going in, do a monotonous job that don't really mean anything except to Esau. He know where to, everything is like a cog in a machine. You over here, you make one textile. The other brother over here make another textile. Then another machine down the road, combine them together and make a shirt. You don't know how the shirt is made. You just know all you got to do is make a collar, you know. Read it again, Art. Six days. Shalt thou labor. Most I say six days shalt thou labor. Read. And do all thy work. And do what? And do all thy work. See, our people's man, we don't know how to do any work for ourselves. The Most High God set our weeks up like that. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. So really examine what are you doing from Sunday through Friday? You know, Sunday, you should have tasks that you're taking care of for yourself. 
making sure things are done, making sure things are set up for the rest of the week. Monday, you should be making sure things are done in your household, making sure you're progressing. That's one thing with our peoples. We do not know how to progress. All we know how to do is stand still, be idle. You know, we're not continuously growing. Every day of the week, you should continuously move forward towards a goal. But Esau society has taught you that as long as you go into work and you come home, you did your job for the day. And you're good. But you're not moving forward nowhere. You're stuck. I'm going to read this definition here. In this book, it say the definition of dependent. It say relying on or subject to something else for support. To be subordinate as dependent. It's a one who is sustained by another or who relies on another for support or favor. That describes our people's complete It's a subject to something else for support. We need, like literally, if Esau said, I'm going to stop growing food for y'all, we would starve. If Esau said, I'm going to stop making clothes for y'all, we would be naked. If Esau said, I'm going to stop making medicine, a lot of peoples would die of sicknesses that Esau created in the first place. See, we have become completely dependent on him. But this ain't the first time. I will get that for me in that uh in that when I was a slave book. Because I'm gonna show you we really got the same mentality that the Egypt that we had when we came out of Egypt. Didn't we want to go back into Egypt when we left? Why? Because everything was easy. But read that up. The book when I was a slave, Mary Anderson, page four. The second year after the surrender, our master and missus got on their carriage and went and looked up all the Negroes they heard of whoever belonged to them. So they say after the slaves was free, the master and the missus went and looked for all the slaves that, that were freed from their plantation. Read on. Some who went off with the Yankees were never heard from again. When Massa and Mrs. found any of theirs, they would say, well, come on back home. Hold on, what they say to them? Well, come on back home. A lot of people, they see this place as their home, man. This place is a prison. Literally. What they do to you in the prison house? Don't they tell you? Uh, I, I know, because I, I speak with people. I, I know people's in the prison. And they'll tell you. What they do is they have a specific job that they go do. They'll go do that job and they'll make like 10 cents a week or something like that. And then all they got to do is go do that job. And they go back to their cell. They're going to get fed. They're going to get clothed. Everything they need is going to be taken care of as long as they go and they do that job and they come back to their cell. We, we, we doing the same thing, are we not? But we're just in a bigger cell. Read on. My father and mother, two uncles and their families moved back. Also, Lorenz, Brody, and John Brody. See, a lot of them moved back. Why? Read. And their families moved back. Several of the young men and women who once belonged to him came back. Some were so glad to get back. Some were so glad to get back. Read. They cried. They what? They cried. They what? They cried. Read. Because fair had been mighty. Bad part of the time. They were rambling around. And they were hungry. They were what? They were hungry. Man, it wasn't ground everywhere. They could grow anything. But see, they didn't know how to take care of themselves. That is our peoples today. 
if our people don't understand that what what, the, what we just had Martin Luther King Day, Martin Luther King sold our peoples out, man. Because before Martin Luther King, we knew how to grow food. Before Martin Luther King, we knew how to make our own clothes. Before Martin Luther King, we knew how to run a business. Now, all we know how to do is clock in and clock out. That's it. All we know how to do is the one specific job Esau trained us to do. We go into work. We come home. We drink a beer. We go to sleep. We do it again. That is slavery if I ever heard it. But a lot of our people would say, man, I'm not a slave. Man, if you was free, then go over there, get you 40 acres and a mule, and plant, plant, you, a gar plant you a garden. They don't even know what the right seeds are. They don't even know how deep in the ground to plant a seed. They don't even know how much water a seed needs. They don't even know how to look out for the weather to make sure the right weather is coming. They don't know how to make sure that they prune the leaves. They don't know how to make sure that they, they picking the fruit at the right time. They don't know nothing. But they'll tell you they free though. See? Read on. When they got back, Master would say, Well, you have come back, have you? And the Negroes would say, Yes, Master. Yes, Master. Read. Most all spoke of them as Mrs. and Master. They continued to call them Mrs. and Master. Even though they was free, they still called them Mrs. and Master. Because they were so dependent. They didn't know nothing else. And it's the same way with our peoples today. We don't know nothing else but slavery. If you was to be given your own land right now, if Esau was to say, okay, go on, be free, go back to Jerusalem, and we was all just pushed into our own land, bro, a lot of people would still die. You would have all this plenteous land before you, and a lot of people would still end up dead because they don't know how to plant nothing. They don't know how to, they, they don't even know how to dominate animals. They go out there and try to get them some sheep and some rams, and the rams will kill you, kill them. See, but our people, they think they're free. If you was really free, you wouldn't even know what to do with yourself. You wouldn't know how to take care of yourself. You'd be like, man, I want to go back to America. America had Walmart. America had H-E-B. America had Kroger's. America had the Ferrari dealership. America sold me a car. America, I don't even have no... You, you would get put in your own land. You wouldn't even know how to make your own clothes, man. America, America gave me polo shirts and jeans. See? Read on. As they did before the surrender. And getting back home was the greatest pleasure of all. Was the greatest back into the same situation they was in was the greatest pleasure of all. Because our people, they're too lazy to do anything for themselves. That's why at one body in Yahweh we trying to teach our peoples how to do a lot of things. A lot of brothers in here, man, they know how to plant a garden now. If, they, if we was get pushed back into our homeland, we would know how to plant a garden. We would know how to dominate animals. We would know how to kill and skin a goat. We would know how to build a house. We would know how to make sure that we that we that we follow the laws of God. We would know how to make sure we can provide for our families. But see, a lot of people can't say that because they have never actually looked into these things. As long as you can go in Walmart, give me that second Ezra sixteen nineteen real quick. Tell you, man, I, this, this one scripture that constantly, constantly pop in my head because it, it explains it. You good? It explains it perfectly. Second Edges 16, 19. Read that out. Second Edges, chapter 16 and verse 19. Read. Behold, famine and plague. Hold on, what did it say? Famine and plague. They say, what, hold on, what did it say? Famine and plague. What is famine? Famine is lack of food. No food. No Walmart. No Kroger's. No H-E-B. No Tom Thumb. No nothing. No Jerry's, no Save-A-Lot, no 7-Eleven, nothing. So where are you going to get your food from? 
A lot of people think famine is a fake word, man. They don't understand famine is real. Famine, if you just go on YouTube or go on Google, just go go on the internet and look up something other than Cardi B for, for a second. And you're going to see that Venezuela is starving. The Honduras is starving. The Middle East is starving. The, 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 the certain parts of Africa starving. China, J Japan starving. You know, it, uh, uh, South America, Brazil starving. Dominican Republic, Haiti starving. Everywhere starving. Famine is around the world, man. But America, because America is the central port of trade. So all of the, the last place to starve is going to be America. Because America can get food from any place and make sure it comes back to America. So the last place to get hit by it is going to be America. And the last place to know about it is going to be America. And as famine and what? And play. And what? And play. And sickness. Telling you, man, sickness is running rampant around the world because when you can't get food, yo, you ain't got no immune system. That means you got all kinds of diseases running around rampant. And the thing is, they make you think because you got all these shots that you're safe, man. You're not safe. A shot ain't going to save you from, from the black death. A shot ain't going to save you from, from a flesh-eating virus. There are animals on the planet that can bite you one time, man. Your whole arm fall off, man. You don't even know what plague is. You don't know. We don't. Tribulation. Tribulation. Read. And anger. Most high say these things are coming for our peoples. But see, we thinking that this place is going to keep you safe. We thinking you got the American force field bubble and you ain't going to get hit with these things. Read on. Are sent as scourges for maybe. See, the most high God say these things are coming to help you to repent. Because as long as everything is so good for you, as long as you ain't worried about nothing, you're never, you're never going to repent. You're like, man, the most I say I got to keep his commandments, but I'm good. I ain't never I ain't never missed a meal in my life. Why I got to keep his commandments when I'm living good already? Most I say, okay, take away a week of food from you. See how you feel then. But we don't. But for all these things, they shall not turn from their wickedness. See, the most I got say for all these things, famine, plague, tribulation, anguish. A lot of our people still are not going to turn from their wickedness because they're not going to attribute these things to the Most High God. They're going to sit there and blame everything else but their own self. They're going to sit there and look at, man, America's trade, or uh, 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 the, 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 the global crisis, you know, uh, FDA, uh, the FBI, CIA, the, uh, the UN, the United, uh, what, what's it called? The, 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 uh, the different armies they have, different organizations. They're going to blame everything on the planet, conspiracies. But then when it comes to the most high God and they and them not keeping the commandments, they're not gonna look at that. They're gonna blame everything else but themselves. But read on. Nor be always mindful of the scourge. Read. Behold, victims shall be so good cheap upon earth. Most high God say food is gonna be so good and cheap upon the earth. You can go to the 7-Eleven and get a honey bun for 99 cents. You can go to the 7-Eleven and get you some taquitos, the 10 of them things for five dollars. You know, you can go to Walmart, get you 10 pounds of chicken breast for $15. Feed yourself for two weeks on $15. You can go to the, you can go to the store and get you six bags of potatoes for $10 and feed yourself for the next two or three weeks on chicken and potatoes. You can go to the Sam's Club and get you, what, what, what is it, uh, 20 pounds? Is it, is it five pounds? 15 pounds of beans and rice. 
for $30. Un unheard of. Burrito. <laughs> that they shall think themselves to be in good taste. Because that's the way Esau want our people to think. Esau wants you to think that you're good so you don't raise up. Esau wants you, because the thing is, if Esau let you know that there was no food, if Esau let you know that things was going, if they were selling that, if Esau let you know they were selling you plastic rice, there would be there would be riots. They would have no control. So as long as they let you know that that you're good, as long as they make you believe that everything is good, they got control. But if they let you believe that you're starving or that your children aren't going to be able to get some food in the next ten years, then there would be riots and there would be out of control things going on. A lot more people will start waking up to the truth too because they would know they had no choice. But read on. And even then shall evils grow upon earth. Read. Swore, famine, and great confusion. And great what? And great confusion. Give me Exodus 20 and 8 again. Let's go back. Exodus chapter 20 and verse 8. Verse 9. Verse 9. Read. Six days shalt thou labor. And do all thy work. See, our people don't understand. Give me that Ecclesiastes 3 and 1. Ecclesiastes 3 and 1. He says, Six days thou shalt thou labor and do all thy work. Read this. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1. Read. To everything there is a season. To everything there is a what? There is a season. There is a season for work, there is a season for play. There is a season to sow. There is a season to pluck up. There is a season for everything. But our peoples, they ain't got no order. You know, every day is the season of play to our peoples. Because when all you do is clock in and clock out, you think you're done for the day. What you clock in for eight hours, you some of you ten hours. If you clock in for eight hours, you're only working, what, five days out the week? Most I say you're supposed to labor for six. So where that extra day going? Down the drain. Is going into you just sitting around on your butt doing nothing. That's where it's going. Then you're only working for eight hours out the day. Because if you're working five, you're working for eight hours out the day. So what they're 24 hours in the where are the other 16 hours going? I know eight of them got to go to sleep, but we don't even really sleep eight hours. We sleep like what five, six, you know, because we don't do a lot of sleeping. So where that so what what that uh, 16 minus that five or six? Where that where that 10 hours going? Down the drain. Sitting on your butt, drinking beer, hanging out with the boys, doing nothing. I'm telling you, man, our people, they think they ain't got time to do nothing. That's the problem. Our people, they always say, I, I wish I had time. I don't have time to do these things. They really do have time. If you really break down the what, what, what goes on in their life, they got plenty of time. Plenty of time to do plenty of things. You got a whole extra 10 hours in your day. You telling me you can't learn to trade? They could, but they too busy watching their favorite TV show. They could, but they too busy on the PlayStation. They could, but they too busy at the club, giving all their money they just weren't in that eight hours right back to the so-called white man. They could. Read on. And they come to every purpose under heaven. Our people ain't got no purpose. No purpose. What is the purpose of the so-called black man? When you really think about it, you think you're not a slave? Okay, what are you then? If you're not a slave, what are you? What's your purpose? What purpose do you really serve if you are not a slave? Because I know a slave's purpose is to serve their master, make sure that the white man, you know, his life is a little bit better, make sure the Arab man that his life is better, 
that they can they can live in the lap of luxury. I see that happening. I see the white man living in the lap of luxury. I see the the Chinese man living in the lap of luxury. I see the Arab man living in the lap of luxury. So if we ain't the slaves, somebody is because they living like they got slaves. So who the slaves then? Because if we ain't it, somebody uh, is an African man the slave. I, I don't see no African man slaving around here. So who the slaves then? So if we ain't slaves, what's your purpose then? You sign you a scientist then? You know, you are you a governor of a city then? You if you ain't a slave. You a governor. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, you work at a packing plant. Oh, okay. So but that but you ain't a slave, but you work at a packing plant. Oh, okay. Do you even know where the supplies that you pack up even goes to? Or what specific company buys it? Or how much how much income is coming into the company? Oh, you don't even know. You don't even know how much the pack the packing supplies cost that you using. But but you ain't a slave though. Oh, okay. Okay. Give me that in Exodus 29 again. Let's go back. I'm telling you, man, our people's they they the thing is, our people's are a lot smarter than we think, man. I'm telling you, man. Because you're gonna tell them that they're a slave. They know they're a slave, bro. They know it. But they would never ever admit it. Because they love this place so much. They would never say, I know I'm a slave. Because the moment they say, I know I'm a slave, is the moment they have to do something about it. And they would never want to do something about it. So they'll act stupid. I'm telling you, man, our people have an have a uncanny ability to act stupid. It, it's crazy. Like, they, they'll, know what, they'll know exactly what you're talking about. They'll know exactly what you're saying, exactly how to solve the problem, exactly where you're going, exactly what your point is. And they will sit there and act stupid right to your face. And they'll be an expert at doing that. That's what, oh, so you're not a slave, but you're an expert at acting stupid. Okay. Exodus 20 and 9. Exodus chapter 20 and verse 9. Read. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. We got a lot of work just sitting on the platter, man. Waiting to get done. Ain't got done in four or five years. Four or five years ago, you were like, man, I'm going to get started on this project. It's still sitting in the garage. Give me Jeremiah 29 and 4. Let's see. What, what, work, what work is he talking about? Is he talking about six days, shalt thou clock in and clock out? Is he talking about six days, shalt thou go into Walmart and, and spend all your money? Six, six days, six days, shalt thou make sure that Esau's job is done in his factory. Is that what he's talking about? Read this, Ock. Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 4. Read. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all that are carried away captive. Unto all that are carried away captive. Sorry, I went to the wrong chapter. Unto all that are carried away captives. Read. Whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem unto Babylon. Read. Build ye house. Hold on, what the most high God say to do? Build ye house. The most high God say clock in, clock out. Build ye house. So what do you mean when he say when he say six days shalt thou labor and do all that work? He talking about clock in, clock out? Or he talking about build ye houses? See? Read on. And dwell in them. Read. And plant garden. No, no, no. Uh, 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 go to the factory and work on the factory. And plant garden. No, no, no. Go, 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 go. Make sure that the packing peanuts are, are packed right. And plant garden. See, Most High God, when He say uh, six days shall work to be done and do all their labors, was He talking about the packing peanuts, or was He talking about plant gardens? See, but our people's got a whole extra ten hours a day, man, and they don't even know it. 
Because I, I would tell you what that what that scripture. Give me Jeremiah 17 and 9 real quick. Hold hold where you got. Jer Jeremiah 17 and 9. Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 9. Read. The heart is deceitful above all things. The mind. The heart is talking about your mind. I'm going to tell you, man, our peoples, they have an uncanny ability not only to act like they're stupid, but to lie to you. They really are good liars, too. Because you'll, you'll have a dude that'll act like he's a hard worker all day, man. He'll got the callous fingers. You know what I'm saying? He act like he do so much. And he'll be like, yeah, man, I just be busy all the time. I be trying to do, you know what I'm saying, take care of business, take care of my family. And he got an old extra 10 hours a day that he just pissing away, basically. But he'll lie to himself and make himself feel like he's been doing work all day. When sometimes, a lot of times, they be wasting their time, man. Wasting their time doing nothing, traveling around in the car, driving around, doing pointless things, going to Walmart three, four, five times a week when they really only got to go one time, but they like to waste it. They like to waste their time. Our people, they love to waste their time. Oh, but in that 10 hours, I got to watch my movies. I got to watch my television show. I got to make sure that I, I get on the game with my homeboy. You know, that's that's my time. Get on the game with my homeboy. You know, I earn that for my eight hours of, hours of work today. You know, then I got to make sure I get my eight hours of sleep. So they they making sure they get eight hours of sleep, but really it turned into 10 hours of sleep, you know, but you a hard worker, though. We don't. And desperately wicked. Read. Who can know? Man, stop trusting in your own mind. Go back. Jeremiah 29, 5. Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 5. Read. Build ye houses and dwell in them. Read. And plant gardens. And eat the fruit of them. Can't even eat the fruit of our own gardens, man. We got to eat the fruit out of an artificially grown tree by Esau. Where, where, where are? I'm telling you, man. Where are the, where are the fruit trees at? Why, why? Think about this. I'm telling you, if you're still on the fence, like maybe I'm a slave, maybe I'm not a slave. Why is it that we used to have fruit trees? They used to be throughout the hoods. You could go and you could get some. Just pick some off a tree and eat it. Why is it that all the trees are gone? Why is it that that happened in the last 20 years? Why? In the last 30 years, 20 years, 25 years, really, all the trees gone. If that was a natural occurrence, it would have happened a couple hundred years ago. But a couple hundred years ago, there was trees, too. A couple thousand years ago, there was trees then, too. So why in the last 20 years are all the trees gone? Because they want you to go into that store and buy their fruit. Oh, but you're not a slave, though. Okay. Read on. Take ye wives. Take ye what? Take ye wives. See, our people's man, they'll take them a wife, man. And they will do nothing with it. They will take them a wife and do nothing with her. You know? They take a wife and then just... She there now. They don't try to make nothing better. They don't try to improve nothing. They don't, they don't even take care of their households. They just get a wife. And now she in there. And she just another possession. Take ye wives. Read... And beget sons and daughters. And beget sons and daughters. What you going to do for your sons and daughters? When you die, what do you have to leave for your sons and daughters? Really? I mean, so everybody, we just leaving our sons and daughters in slavery when you really look at it. We don't have nothing to leave them. If that ain't slave, give me, Gen give me Genesis 24 and 51. Let me show y'all something. What you're supposed to be able to do for your sons and your daughters. 
what you spoke, but see, you're only going to get these things if you are thinking about them. That's why Bishop always say this is a thinking man's game. Because if you sit at your house, man, and you're not thinking about ways to get out of slavery, ways to improve your situation, then what you thinking about? Thinking about something that Esau put in your head, probably. Read this out. Yeah. Genesis chapter 24 and verse 51. Actually, you know what it say? It say, take ye wives. He say, take ye wives. So, when you take your wife, do you know what our people's use, what the custom was for our people's when we used to take a wife? Read it. Behold, Rebecca is before thee. Take her and go, and let her be thy master's son's wife, as the Lord had spoken. So he said he's going to take Rebecca to go be Isaac's wife, right? Read. And it came to pass that when Abraham's servant heard their words, he worshipped the Lord, bowing himself to the earth. And the servant brought forth jewels of silver. Hold up. When he seen that he was going to have this wife for his servants, for his, for his master's son, what did he give that woman? Brought forth jewels of silver. Read. And jewels of gold. We should be wanting this again. But see, we happy with just going to a woman and just being like, hey, you know, let's do something. Let me holler at you. Back in the day, man, we would give her gold, jewels of gold and jewels of silver. That was the decorum that we had. But now we satisfied with, let me holler at you. Bible say, take ye wise, man. It don't say, holler, let me holler at you. See? Read on. And women. And gave her clothing. Read. And gave them to Rebecca. Read. He gave also to her brother and to her mother. This is the standard of living that we're supposed to be at, man. We're supposed to be able to go to a woman that we love to marry her and be able to give her jewels, clothing, and then go to her brother, her mother, and her father and be like, here's some stuff for y'all, too. We can't even do that, man. And our people don't even want to strive to be that anymore. They don't care. They don't even see the women as the princesses that they are. They don't care. They don't want to give them nothing. They say, come on over here and holla at me, and we can be a thing. You know what I'm saying? That's what the rap music teach you. That's all it teach you, man. Is let, let's be a thing. Let's be boo and shoddy and things like that. When we're really kings and princesses and we're supposed to behave as such. But we don't want to get there anymore. We don't care. As long as I can go to Walmart and give me a chicken pot pie, man, I'm good. That's what y'all probably do. Y'all give her a chicken pot pie instead of a gold jewel. You know, and y'all and y'all satisfied with that. Give me Jeremiah 29 6 again. <laughs> Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 6. Read. Take ye wives and beget sons and daughters and take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands that they may bear sons and daughters that ye may be increased there and not diminished. That ye may be increased there and not diminished. Mosai say in your captivity his people should still be increasing and not diminishing. So what do it mean to increase? We're supposed to be learning. We're supposed to be learning more and more, growing more and more, becoming stronger and stronger and stronger, better and better and better, more advanced, more evolved. Most I say in our slavery, 
We should be becoming more evolved. Man, I don't see nothing but diminishing, diminishing, diminishing. I don't see nothing but pe our people's getting dumber and dumber and dumber and dumber over the generations. What kind? What was our people's doing in the 1930s, in the 1940s, in the 1950s? We was even harder workers. We knew how to do things. You could go and you, a man knew how to fix a car because you, it was, there was no Google. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't just go look up the, the nearest mechanic, Google, 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 everything. You had to know things. But this Google man, this YouTube, this Facebook, this Twitter, this Instagram, Snapchat, it done dumbed our people down to the point where we don't even know, we don't, we don't know where we at. We don't even know where we at, bro. We just know what's, what we see right in front of us. I know me personally, I grew up in a generation, I, I, I don't know directions. I don't. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm, I'm training my brain to learn directions again. But all I know is north, south, east, and west. Well, east, east and west, and I barely know where I am because that is the where our peoples have gotten to now. All I got to do is Google Map it. I'm there. But see, that's that's where our peoples have been dumbed down. But read on and seek the peace of the city, where they have caused you to be carried away captive. What do it mean to seek the peace of the city, wherein I have caused you to be carried away captive? Does that mean you're supposed to be chill? You're supposed to be cool like you you in the captivity and everything's peaceful. It's all good. It's chill. Ain't no worries. Is that what he mean? Read on. And pray unto the Lord for it. Pray unto the Lord for that peace. Read. For in the peace thereof shall ye have peace. What we praying for? Psalms 119, 165. He says, seek the peace of that place and pray unto the Lord for that peace. Read that out. Psalms chapter 119 and verse 165. Read. Great peace have they which love thy law. Thy what? Thy law. Thy what? Thy law. He say, great peace have they which love thy law. So when he say seek the peace of that place, he say you should be even more perfect in your slavery. Becoming more and more perfect in the laws in your slavery. Seek out that peace and pray to the most high for the understanding. Pray to the most high to be more and more and more perfect in his laws. Read on. And nothing shall offend them. And nothing shall offend us. Deuteronomy 28.65. But let me see what happened when you don't keep God's laws. Let's see what happened to that peace. Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 65. Read. And among these nations shall thy find no evil. No what? No evil. Because if you always dependent on them, they will never help you. They love, give me that Exodus 1, real quick. Exodus chapter 1. Exodus. Chapter, chapter 1, 1 and verse, hold on, I think it's verse 14. 14. Uh, Is it verse 14? 14. Read that for me, Ike. And verse 13. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor. You leave it up to them, man, they're they going to make you serve with rigor, man. If you if you let them dictate how you how you live in your slavery, how your peace is dictated, they're gonna make you serve with that rigor, man. Read on. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage. They sit in their bed and they think about how can we make their lives more bitter with hard bondage, man. That's what they that's their purpose. That's their purpose. We don't know our purpose, but they know their purpose. Their purpose is to make our lives bitter with hard bondage. If you let them do it, they'll do it. Read. And mortar. And in brick, 
and in all manner of service in the field. If you got idle hands, they're going to put you to work. See, but if you if you keep in the laws of God and you continuously growing and trying to advance yourself and trying to advance your nation and always looking for a way to increase, then they ain't got no chance to put you put you to work because you already got your own business over here. You know what I'm saying? So you you already got your own business. You're making a little bit of money. You stand under the radar. Then how they gonna put you to work over here? They don't even they don't you ain't even on their radar. But our people's man, they stay on they stay on the radar. They stay under they under they boot. They stay under their clock. They stay under that time stamp. But we trying to get out of that, man. Go back. Verse 65. Deuteronomy 2865. Deuteronomy chapter 28 and verse 65. Read. And among these nations shall thy find no ease. Find no ease. Read. Neither. Shall the sole of thy foot have rest? Because if you gotta get, you gotta find that rest yourself. Scripture say you gotta seek out that peace and pray to the Most High God for it. But see, if you just leave it up to the so-called white man, you ain't never gonna have no rest. You ain't never gonna be able to be comfortable. You ain't never gonna be able to properly feed your children. You gotta seek it out. Look, if we didn't have the garden, every piece of food that we ate would be garbage. But because we grow our own food. We can actually have a little bit of something natural. Even though we can't eat it all, eat, have everything we eat be natural, at least we can have something. And eventually, as we grow and we learn more, we're going to have 50% natural food. Then we grow more, and now we have 75% natural food. Until eventually, it's 100% natural food. But you ain't never going to get to that 100% if you never start at 1%. But read on. But the Lord shall give thee there a trembling heart. And failing of eyes and sorrow of mind. Give me verse 20. That's sorrow of mind, failing of eyes, a trembling heart. Verse 20. Verse 20. The Lord shall send upon thee curses. Hold on. Lord shall send upon thee what? Curse. All these curses, man. Read. Vexation. We're going to constantly be vexed. Everything that we do, everything you do in this in this life, when you when you leaving it up to Esau, man, and you don't take charge of nothing in your life. Everything you do is going to be vexing. You're never going to have no peace in your life. Read on. And rebuke. And rebuke. Read. And all that thou settest thy hand unto for to do. Because everything you try to do in this life, if you ain't doing it by the most high God's will, if you ain't keeping his commandments, it will falter. It's not going to. Everything you put your hand for to, to do, white man going to be right behind you saying that's not up to code. That ain't FDA approved. That ain't a... Or NCAA or whatever they whatever they say, some kind of group organization, they're gonna say that ain't up to code, that ain't per our standards. If you're not keeping the laws, everything you do is gonna fall. You're never gonna be able to grow anything in this place, man. Read on. Until thou be destroyed. Until thou be destroyed. Read. And until thou perish quickly because of the wickedness of thy doings. Whereby? Thou hast forsaken me. Jump down to verse 29. Verse 29. And thou shalt grope at noonday as the blind gropeth in darkness. That's our people's man. We literally at the time, what they say, this is capitalism. This is the time to be able to grow your own business. Capitalism is where you do it. But see, you in noonday where it's the time to build your own business. The optimal time to make sure that you got your own way of, of caring for yourself. And our people's blind. Can't do nothing. 
like uh, business opportunities right in front of your face. Hey, what what's going on? What what was that? I'm gonna go clock in now. See, our people can't see nothing. That's why our bishop man, he's always looking. Everywhere he go, he see, hey, what y'all doing over there? We seen somebody building a building right next to us. He was over there asking them questions. Hey, how can I learn more about this? How can I get these contracting licenses? How can I make sure that I have the information to be able to do these things? Opportunity, he he, he see the opportunity. He snatched it. Ooh, right there, opportunity. But our people's man, blind. Whew, opportunity, gone. We don't. And thou shalt be only oppressed. And spoiled evermore. Because if you if you never do nothing for yourself, that's all it's gonna be. You're gonna be oppressed and spoiled every evermore. Read, and no man shall save thee. What you think the white man gonna come and save you? He gonna come and you he see you struggling. He gonna say, hey, look, look, hey, little, little, little Johnny, I'm gonna give you your own business now, and this is gonna come down from the sky, a magical business that has your name on it that you in charge of, and Esau just hand it right to you. You think that's going to happen? No. If it's up to him, you're going to work at that factory for the rest of your life. And then when it's time for you to retire, he's going to snatch up your 401k. And you're going to go home homeless. That's what's going to happen. What you think they do to the veterans? I'm telling you, that veterans, that, that being a veteran, that's just another job, man. And then when they retire from that job, what happened? Snatch up those, that, snatch up those uh, uh, what they call benefits. You, don't, you ain't getting nothing. Why do you think all these homeless vets are walking around? Some of them people, man, ain't even vets. They're just saying they're vets. You know, but give me verse 48. Verse 48. Therefore, shalt thou serve thine enemies. See, the most high God say, all we going to know how to do is serve our enemies, man. As is it, he said, therefore, shalt thou serve thine enemies. Read on. Which the Lord shall send against thee. Read. And hunger. You're going to serve them for all of your food. Everything that you need, you're going to have to go to them because you can't do nothing for yourself. Read on. And in thirst. You don't even know how to dig a well. You don't know how to get no natural water. If you went to a lake and tried to drink, you'd probably poison yourself. Read. And in naked. You don't even know how to make your own clothes. Read. And in want of all things. Our peoples can't do nothing for themselves. In want of all things. Everything. Don't even know how to. If you had to get from here to another, to another country, you don't even know how to build a boat. You, you, if Esau, if all the Edomites drop dead right now, you'd be stuck in America. Because you don't know how to get nowhere. See? Read on. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. Because with that yoke of iron, you can't go nowhere. You can't do nothing. You can't learn nothing. You can't grow. You can't. And you stuck. Until he have what? Until he have destroyed thee. Give me Hosea 4 and 6. What that mean? Until he have destroyed thee. What that mean? Hosea 4 and 6. A lot of people think that's physical destruction. We're going to find out that's a lie. Hosea chapter 4 and verse 6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. For what? For lack of knowledge. For lack of knowledge. Because our peoples don't know nothing. Don't want to know nothing. We don't. Because thou hast rejected knowledge. They don't want to know nothing. They don't, because if you if you give them that knowledge, they're gonna have to do something with it. That's where they they don't want to do nothing with it, man. They don't want to that extra ten hours a day they got. They don't want to give that up. They like wasting that time. They like coming home and smoking weed and drinking and and then losing six hours of their day and not knowing what happened to it. They like that. 
They don't like coming home and doing more work. They don't like that. You know, they don't like knowing how to do a trade. So when you get off of work, you got to go and learn more about that trade and do that trade. And now your 10 hours of getting high and, and drinking is gone. They don't like that. Read on. I will also yeah. reject thee that thou shalt be no priest to me. Read. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. Give me Amos 6 and 1. Amos. Chapter 6 and verse 1. Read. Woe to them that are at ease in Zion. Most high God say destruction to them that are at ease in Zion. See? Read on. And trust in the mountain of Samaria. And trust in this place. Read. Which are named chief of the nations to whom the house of Israel came. Give me uh, Isaiah 32 and 9. It say woe to them that are at ease in Zion. And trust in this place. Isaiah 32 and 9. Isaiah chapter 32 and verse 9. Hold on. All right. all right, go ahead. Rise up, ye women that are at ease. Even the women's. It ain't just about the men's, man. Even the women's, man. Rise up, ye women that are at ease. Because some people's, man, stay at home moms, too. You got the stay at home wives. Wives that don't work, wives that do work. Wives that work part-time jobs. And then what you do, what you really do to advance yourself. Have you learned how to sew? I'm going to tell you something. I, I, always, I tell it to everybody. I tell it to everybody. Crochet. Crochet. Crochet is a skill that not a lot of women know. But when you learn how to do it, you can make hats, mittens, blankets, sweaters, gloves, socks. And you know another thing you can make? A lot of you women didn't know. You can make fringes with crochet. You can make fringes from scratch with crochet. But our people, they love to go to Hobby Lobby and get them fringes. Hey, even in the truth, we just throw money at Esau, man. Read on. Hear my voice, ye careless daughters. Ye careless daughters. Read. Give ear unto my speech. Read. Many days and years shall ye be troubled. Ye careless women. Because you ain't going to really do nothing. I'm going to tell you something. People think they, women's out here think they helping their lords and they really not. A lot of times they really just letting their lord be afflicted. And they ain't really actively, that's that's the purpose. Like, bro, if you got somebody that the most high God say, okay, I need you to be his help me. Man, you should be doing that at A100%. You know, like you should be like every day thinking, how can I help him? How can I make his life easier? How can I make the bills less hard on him? How can I help? How can I help? 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 How can I help? Because that man, you know what his job is? Most high God gave him a different job. Most high God say, wake up the whole nation. Take care of your household. Make sure that the righteousness is coming into the nation. Make sure that Israel is taken care of. Make sure your brother's house is taken care of. Make sure everything around you is in order. And the wife, he say, just help your husband. Help him, help him get that stuff done. You know, help him make sure everything's in order. See, but I'm telling you, man, a lot of them, they come home. You think the man got 10 hours, man? That woman in there with 15, 16 hours. I'm telling you, sometimes, man, if they don't, if the, women that don't have a job, man, y'all should be doing a lot to help y'all's husbands. Just, just think. Sometimes it really helps to just sit down and think. Sit down and write stuff down. Get your little journal and say, how can I help my Lord? Okay. Let me write some things down. Okay, I know he, he has trouble with this. Let me make sure I write that down. Help him with that. 
me write that down. Let me write that down. Every day. Now, every day you should go to your journal and consult it. Okay, what should I do today? Okay, I got this list. Because I got the same thing. I got a journal. And every day I just go down the list and say, okay, task, 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 task. And then when I finish the last task, I go back up to the top and I start redoing all the tasks again. And then I go back up to the top and I'm always, always got something to do. But see, a lot of people, they confuse themselves when they think that they, they did all the things they have to do for the day. That's a lie. We don't. For the vintage shall fail. The gathering shall not come. Tremble, ye women that are at ease. Be troubled, ye careless ones. Strip you and make you bare. And gird up sackcloth upon your loins. They shall lament for the teats, for the pleasant fields, for the fruitful vines. Give me Exodus 20 and 9. Go back. Exodus. Chapter 20 and verse 9. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. That's a heavy scripture, man. A lot of people that that one scripture. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. A lot of people they skip over that scripture, man, real quick. You know, that is, they just be reading that when they read about the Sabbath day. They're like, okay, yeah, six days shalt thou labor, do all thy work. And remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Then they learn about the Sabbath. But they, they learn about the Sabbath and forget about the six days. See. Read on. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work. Thou nor thy son nor thy daughter thy manservant nor thy maidservant nor thy cattle nor thy stranger that is within thy gate. Give me uh, Micah 2 and 10. Even though we got the Sabbath day, let's see what the Most High God say about this place, man. Give me Micah chapter 2 and verse 10. Micah chapter 2 and verse 10. Raise. Arise ye and depart, for this is not your rest. We can't even enjoy our Sabbaths here, man. This place is not our rest. We can't even enjoy the Sabbath the way we're supposed to, man. We got to work. Really, when you look at it, we got to work seven days a week. Six days shalt thou work and do all thy labors. Then the seventh day, go out there and do the work of the Lord. Seven days, man. Seven days a week until we get out of slavery. Some people, they only work three days a week, man. Read on. Because it is polluted. It shall destroy you. It shall what? It shall destroy you. If you're getting all your rest here in Babylon, it's going to destroy you. Because it's polluted rest. What you doing when you resting? You either sleeping, being lazy, you know what I'm saying, because there's work to be done. Or you watching TV, getting your mind polluted with their television. Or you playing video games, getting your mind polluted with their video games. Or you on your phone, getting your mind polluted by the social media. Or, or, or you watching the TV. Or you doing any of those things, reading they, you know, magazines, the, 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 the men's on the magazines, getting your mind polluted with their magazines. Some way you getting your mind polluted, you know. Read on. Even with a sword destruction. Even with a sword destruction. Give me uh, Matthew 20 and 1. Matthew chapter 20 and verse 1. For the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder, which went out early in the morning to hire laborers and to divine yard. So... It say he hired laborers. Yeah, did y'all know we was hired? 
So I uh, so I so I, so you go into work and you clock in and you sit down and you and you go to sleep. Is that what you do? Or do you go in and clock in the Esau job and you get to work? So why is it that the Most High God hired us to do a job, but we clock in and we go to sleep, though? See, read on. And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny a day, he sent them into his vineyard. So y'all supposed to be getting this penny. Y'all agreed, right? Y'all made an agreement for the penny. And then as soon as you get out to the vineyard, you, you take it a nap. Read on. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace. That's what a lot of our peoples are doing, man. Most high God, I offered you a penny to come do this work. And a lot of people just standing idle, waiting to get hired. Wait, they, they, how would I come to hire them? They're like, no, 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 I don't want to do that work. I want to go work on the, in the warehouse packing peanuts. You know, but read on. And said unto them, go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, I will give you. And they went their way. Again, he went out about the sixth and ninth hour, and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing idle, and said unto them, Why stand ye here all the day idle? Then near the whole nation was out there standing idle. See, but the most high God asked, Why are you out here standing idle when there's work to be done? Read on. They say unto him, Because no man had hired us. That's what our people get the excuse, man. I didn't know. I didn't know there was work to be done. You didn't ask. You didn't look. You didn't try to seek out the work. You was like, if the work don't come and find me, I guess there ain't no work. What they say here, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Like the monkeys. Read on. He said unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, that shall ye receive. Proverbs 6 and 4. Proverbs chapter 6 and verse 4. Read. Give not sleep to thine eyes. Give not sleep to thine eyes. What that talking about? That talking about actual sleep, like you going to sleep at nighttime? Read on. Nor slumber in thine eyelids. They're talking about dreamy time. Is that what they're talking about? Give me Psalms 132 and 1. Bible say don't don't sleep. Is that what the Bible said? You shouldn't sleep. Psalms 132 and 1. Let's find out if that's what the Bible say. Psalm chapter 132 and verse 1. Read. Lord, remember David and all his afflictions. How he swore unto the Lord and bowed unto the mighty and bowed unto the mighty God of Jacob. Surely I will not come into the tabernacle of my house, nor go up into my bed. I ain't gonna get no rest. I ain't gonna go into the tabernacle of my house. Nor go up into my bed. Read. I will not give up. I will not give sleep to mine eyes, or slumber to mine eyelids. Read. Until I find out a place for the Lord and habitation for the mighty God of Jacob. He say, I will not rest until I find a place for my God. I will not rest until I build up the city of Israel. I will not rest until my nation is where they're supposed to be. It's not talking about just sleep. It's not talking about going into your house and taking a nap. It's talking about I'm not going to rest. Seven days a week I'm going to work until my nation is in, is, in, is in Israel. That's what it means. Let's get more. Haggai 1 and 2. 
What do it mean? See, a lot of people when they read that that scripture, they thinking that the Most High saying don't sleep. Then they get confused. Then they thinking, man, Most High don't want me to sleep. You really, and the thing is, Esau lie to you and tell you everybody need eight hours of sleep. You don't need no eight hours of sleep. That's a growing a growing boy. You got a you got a a twenty eight year old man talking about I need eight hours of sleep, man. You really don't. You can get eight hours of sleep, but you really only need about what five or six. You know, to go your day. And then on the Sabbath day, go ahead and get you your full eight hours. Catch up. You know what I'm saying? You're going to feel right as rain. Ain't there no health issues you're going to have for that? Read that, Ock. Haggai, chapter 1 and verse 2. Read. Thus speaketh the Lord of hosts, saying, This people say, The time is not come. The time that the Lord's house shall be built. See, our peoples, man, they say the time is not come. The time that the Lord's house should be built, that time ain't come yet. When is it going to come? Read. Then came the word of the Lord by Haggai, the prophet, saying, Is it time for you, O ye, to dwell in your sealed houses? To dwell in your sealed houses? Read. And this house lie waste. That's what he said, man. Is it time for you to relax, have a good time, be resting, giving sleep to thine eyelids while thy nation is suffering? Is that what time it is? Or is it time to do the work? Read. Now therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Consider your ways. Read. Ye have so much and bring in little. Why don't our people consider that? Why don't you consider that you so much and you bring in little? Why don't you want to do nothing about that? Read. Ye ye, but ye have not enough. Why don't our people think about that? Why don't our people think about all they're eating is garbage? Read. Ye drink. But ye are not filled with drink. Why don't our people think about that? Why don't our people think about there ain't no lakes, rivers, wells, nothing to call our own? Read. Ye clothe you, but there is none more. Why don't our people think about that? That they don't have no textile mills, no way of clothing themselves. Read. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put into a bag with holes. Why don't our people think about that? The fact that they can't save no money. The fact that they can't put their money towards anything that really benefits their nation. Why don't our people think about that? Read on. Thus saith the Lord of God. So I do. Thus saith the Lord of hope. Read. Consider your ways. Consider your ways. Read. Go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the house. Most High God say go do the work, man. Read. And I will take pleasure in it. That's the only way the Most High God to go take pleasure in it. Read. And I will be glorified, saith the Lord. Read. Ye look for much, and lo, it came to little. And yet, and when ye brought it home, I did blow up on it. Most high gonna destroy everything you try to do, man. Because you don't do nothing for your peoples. You're gonna lose your job. You're gonna lose your house. Then you're gonna be talking about Lord, Lord. He's gonna say, I never knew you. Read on. Why? Saith the Lord of hosts, because of mine house that is waste. And ye run every man unto his own house. And every man run to their own house. When his house is lying waste. But read on. Therefore, the heaven over you is stayed from dew. Most high going to withhold all of his blessings, man. As long as you continue to not care about doing anything for your nation, you're never going to receive the blessings. Read. And the earth is stayed from our fruit. And the earth ain't going to help you. Give me 2 Samuel 11 and 8. Let's find out a man that, 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 that walked in this path. That walked in this way. 2 Samuel 11 and 8. A man that walk like this, talk like this, act like this. Read this. Second Samuel, chapter eleven and verse eight. Read. 
And David said unto Uriah, Go down to thy house and wash thy feet. And Uriah departed out of the king's house. And there followed him a mess of meat from the king. Read. But Uriah slept at the door of the king's house without the servants of his lord and went not down to his house. Read on. And when they had told David, saying, Uriah went not down into his house, David said unto Uriah, Comest thou not from thy journey? Why then didst thou not go down into thine house? And Uriah said unto David, The ark and Israel and, Ju and Judah abide in tents, and my lord Joab and the servants of my lord are encamped in the open fields. Shall I then go into mine house to eat and to drink and to lie with my wife? As thou livest, and as thy soul liveth, I will not do this thing. Man, he's saying, if my peoples are suffering, if the Lord don't even have, have a house to live in, why am I going to go and enjoy myself and relax? And the Lord don't even have a house. See, and my peoples don't even have a house. And my nation don't even have a house. But I'm going to go into my house and enjoy myself. See, Proverbs 6 and 4. We almost done, Israel. Proverbs 6 and 4. Proverbs chapter 6 and verse 4. Read. Give not sleep to thine eyes. Give not sleep to thine eyes. Read. Nor slumber to thine eyelids. Read on. Deliver thyself as a robe from the hand of the hunter. What the Bible say? Deliver what? Deliver thyself. Hold on. What the Bible say? Deliver thyself. Hold on. What the Bible say? Deliver thyself. Hold on. What the Most High God say? Deliver thyself. See, Bible say deliver thyself. Bible didn't say wait for the white man to deliver you. Bible didn't say wait for wait wait for the uh, African man to deliver you. Bible said deliver thyself. Read as a rope from the hand of the hunter. Read and as a bird from the hand of the fowler. Read on. Go to the end, thou sluggard. Thou what? Thou sluggard. Thou sluggard, man. Read. Consider her consider her ways and be wise, which having no guide. Overseer or ruler provided her meat in the summer and gathered her food in the harvest. How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When wilt thou arise out of thou sleep? See how it that, that should offend you, man. How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? He say, When wilt thou arise out of thy sleep? Give me Isaiah 29 10. What are you talking about? What are you talking about when you say, How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When wilt thou arise out of thy sleep? What is he talking about? He talking about sleep? He talking about going nighty night? It's nighttime, nightlight, Mr. Sandman, is that what he's talking about? Read that out. Isaiah chapter 29 and verse 10. Read. For the Lord hath poured out upon you the spirit of deep sleep. The spirit of what? Of deep sleep. See what he's talking about? He say, How long it without sleep, O sluggard? How long without not care? How long without not know any knowledge? How long without be ignorant? How long without not care? How long without not try to build yourself up? How long without not try to be an advanced nation? How long without be okay with being a nigger? How long without be okay with being a slave? It's saying in Proverbs 1 and 22. Read on. And have closed your eyes, the prophets and your rulers, the seers, have, covered, have he covered. How long without have closed eyes? How long without not be able to see nothing? How long would y'all not be able to see your futures? 
How long would y'all not be able to remember the past? How long? Give me that Genesis 49 8. What do you mean? He say, he say, how long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When, when wilt thou arise out of thy sleep? Genesis 49 and 8. Genesis chapter 49 and verse 8. Let's see what, what Judah is supposed to be. Read that. Judah, thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise. Are we worthy of praise right now? The way that we are? The amount of work that we should be doing and the amount of work that we do do, are we worthy of praise? Only only few. Few are. Read on. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Is Judah's hand at the neck of their enemies right now? Few are. Few are. Read on. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Read on. Judah is a lion's whelp. Is a what? Is a lion's whelp. Judah is a lion's whelp, man. Read. From the prey. My son, thou art gone up. He say, as a lion, man, we supposed to have a prey, an enemy. He say, from the prey, thou art gone up. That is Judah don't even care no more. Judah don't care about the enemy no more. Judah, read on. He stooped down. He couched as a lion. He lying down, going to sleep. Read on. And as an old lion, who shall rouse him up? He going to sleep. He used to have his hand at the neck of his enemies, but now he sleep. Now he's going to sleep. Give me that in uh, Ecclesiastes 7 and 7. Let me get the breakdown for that real quick. Ecclesiastes 7 and 7. Because the thing is, we pull this on the street all day, man. But we don't. What we say, he say. I'm, I'm going to show you. We pull this on the street all the time. But then we ignore the second part. Read that, Doc. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 and verse 7. Read. Surely oppression. Making they wise man mad. See, at first, man, we was had the neck, the hand at the neck of our enemies, man. We was making a, we was, we was, we was a wise man's oppression was making us mad. Read on. And a gift destroyed the heart. Then Esau give you everything you need. And now you crouching down, sleeping like a lion. You know what I'm saying? Got a destroyed heart now. See, go back Genesis forty nine nine. Genesis chapter 49 and verse 9. Read. Judah is a lion's whelp. From the prey, my son, thou art gone up. He's supposed to be on that level, man. We Judah. You know, we uh, our, our, our father's sons are supposed to bow down to us. Read on. He stooped down. He couched as a lion. Now we couched as a lion, man. Nobody can rouse us up. We got to rouse ourselves, man. Read. And as an old lion, who shall rouse him up? Who shall rouse him up? Give me Matthew 26, 36. Matthew chapter 26 and verse 36. Then cometh Yahweh shot with them unto a place called Gethsemane, and said unto the disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then said he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. He gave him a job to do, man. He said, Tarry ye here and watch with me, man. Read. And he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father. 
if it be possible that this cup pass from me nevertheless not as I will but as thou will and he cometh unto his disciples and findeth them asleep found them what? findeth them asleep read and saith unto Peter what? can ye not watch with me one hour? what? 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 one hour? hold on one what? one hour? give me Revelations 18 10 real quick hold on he said, could you not watch with me but one hour? Revelations 18 and 10. Yeah. Revelation chapter 18 and verse 10. Standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour is thy judgment come. Hold on, how long is it going to take for Babylon to be destroyed? For in one hour. Is thy judgment come? Yeah, how was I say? Could you not wait for me for that one hour till your freedom come? Could you not wait and watch? See, nope. Our people's man, they they got a short attention span. Go back. <sighs> Read it. Forty-one. Forty-one. Watch and pray. Hold on. What are we supposed to do? Watch and pray. Read that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing. But the flesh is weak. I just went over that. Yokanon just went over that, man. The flesh. The spirit indeed is willing, but your mind is weak, man. Proverbs 6 and 10. We're almost done. Three more precepts. Proverbs 6 and 10. Proverbs chapter 6 and verse 10. Get a little sleep, a little slumber. A little folding of the hands of sleep. A little bit. A little bit. Read on. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy want as an armed man. All you got to be asleep is just a little bit. If you sleep a little bit, that poverty going to come. That won't going to come. See, but if you fully woke, you're not going to have those issues. But if you got that little bit of sleep in you, where you just kind of, you kind of, uh, domesticated, you a domesticated pet to the so-called white man. All he need to do is ask you, and you want it. All he need to do is tell you, and you want it. That poverty gonna come, man, because eventually he ain't gonna ask you no more. And you gonna be like, where to work at? He gonna be like, I ain't got no work for you. Proverbs fifteen ten. Proverbs chapter fifteen and verse ten. Read. Correction is grievous unto him. That forsaketh the way. When you forsake the way, you'll never change. You always think that what you're doing is the right way and you'll never change. Read. And he <laughs> that hateth reproof shall die. Second Corinthians 13 and 5, last precept when we out. Second Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 5. Examine yourself. Do what? Examine yourself. See, when you examine yourself, you're going to see everything. Sometimes you just got to sit there and write down everything you do in your day. Write down your budget. Write down everything you do with your day. Write down your time management. Write down. Examine yourself. Fully know yourself. Real. Whether you be in the faith. Read. Prove your own self. Read. Know ye not your own self. People go back to this over and over again. People don't know themselves. You don't know yourself. You don't know what you do with your day. You don't know what you do with your money. You don't know what you do with your time. You don't even know what's going on in your own head. You don't know. You just let your flesh do whatever you want, and you just along for the ride, man. Read. 
how that Yahweh Shah is in you, except ye be reprobates. Reprobates, man. Reprobates. Lord will, man, our peoples become more diligent in works, become more focused on the future, and less focused on the present. That, I say shalom.